The following is brought to you with no commercial interruptions. In the late 19th century, English polymath Sir Francis Galton published a paper on genetics, observing that extreme characteristics in parents are often not completely passed on to their offspring. For example, an extremely tall and extremely short parenting couple will usually produce a child that is somewhere in the middle, neither as extremely tall nor as short as the parents. Now, Galton was also a pioneer in the field of eugenics and even coined the term, so fuck that guy. But his observations did lead to the statistical theory of the phenomenon known as regression toward the mean, where a random variable is introduced as the observation of a first instance of an experiment or measurement. But upon repeated experimentation or measurement, the results are often more average and not as extreme. For example, any sports rookie that has an incredible first season only to do worse in their second. A phenomenon also known as the sophomore slump. Fairweather Johnson, Room on Fire, Turn It Upside Down, Zigalama Dooney, albums forever destined to haunt the shelves of used record stores until the end of time. But following in the footsteps of two other 90s rock contemporaries, Smashing Pumpkins with Siamese Dream and Nirvana with Nevermind, everyone always forgets about Bleach, perhaps it was the introduction of the variables that the team of Brendan O'Brien and Nick DiDia brought to the production side, or Dave Aversees brought to the drum kit, October 19, 1993, saw the second album from Pearl Jam debut on the top of the Billboard 200, and not relinquish its position for five weeks, and from that autumn Tuesday until the following Saturday, 950,378 copies were sold, setting a record that would only be broken five years later by Garth Brooks, because it's Garth Brooks, I guess. Five individuals teamed up and launched a sonic attack on the rest of the world. Whether it's the five band members taking on the world, or the producer or manager along with the two guitarists, bassist, and drummer against the lead singer, the five fingers of a hand fighting as a fist against the nose or face of an attacker, or possibly an individual's five senses creating the perceived world all around them. But something just isn't quite right. There's something there, something else there that your sight, taste, smell, touch, and hearing are hiding from you, lying to you about what's out there. Five against one. But for Pearl Jam, that's just not opaque enough. So instead of naming their second album that, they went with Verses. Welcome to Season 2 of The Better Band Podcast, an all-encompassing trip through the Pearl Jam catalog. I am your host, Brandon Palomo. Each episode, my guest and I go track by track through every album, soundtrack, and single to discover why you simply can't find a better band. Okay, Versus, let's get into it. Uh, this happens to be the first album that I ever bought with my own money. I bought the CD from a Shopco, and for you young people out there who may not know what Shopco was, Shopco used to be a sort of cousin to Target. It was another sort of Kmart-esque Walmart before Walmarts were really a thing. Uh, you couldn't get groceries there but you can get electronic CDs and basic other home goods, uh, kitchenwares, clothes, that sort of thing. Uh, they had it in the music department. I went back there. They had just the jewel case version with the clear tray in it. Probably one of the first 
jewel cases with the clear tray I'd ever seen up to that point. Usually, uh, even still now, it's just a black tray that you can't see through because there's nothing on the other side of the back cover artwork. On this, though, there was. There was the hand sort of there to hold the CD. And on the hand is just written against one because there's the five fingers on it. This wasn't the first run of the CDs, I guess. That was in a cool little eco case before they had the modern day slim eco cases that had a little sliding mechanism on the cover that you'd have to pull in order to get the front of the cover up. Not just a regular folding one like they have nowadays. I don't think I've ever seen any other cases built like that. In one of my last outings to our used record store here in Reno, Recycled Records, I saw a copy of that original first run of Versus CDs, and I spent probably 10 minutes debating with myself whether or not to buy it, because I already have that CD, the first CD I ever bought, still have it in its original case, it's not cracked up or anything. I also have the vinyl and the deluxe reissue vinyl and CD set. So, did I need another one? Uh, no, I didn't. So, I just left it there. Who knows if I ever go back there again and they still have it. Maybe that's destiny telling me that I need to get it. If you heard the backdoor pilot to this podcast where I talk with Harry ranking all of our Pearl Jam CD, or all the Pearl Jam albums, you would remember that this is my favorite Pearl Jam album out of five stars that you use for ranking iTunes songs and everything. I rated this 4.3. So as I go back listening to it over again to do these interviews, I'm going to revise my ranking and come up with what I really think this album is rated. And at the end of everything, I'll have that on my season finale, just like I did with 10. Some more facts about this album. Four singles were released from it. The first of them, Go, on October 25th, 1993. Second single was Daughter, released on December 20th, 1993. Animal was released on April 4th, 1994, followed up by Dissident on May 16th, 1994, and as you may or may not know, all of the different singles had different versions, most notably the Dissident single, which had three volumes to it. All of those singles, however, being released in the European markets before being re-released in America in cheaper, not as expensive as the import versions, versions. And those ones ran for a couple of bucks, less than probably $15, as opposed to the original imports, which ranged probably from at least $15 to probably around $25 originally. This season is going to be 17 episodes, 17 tracks are going to be covered. There, of course, are the album tracks, Go, Animal, Daughter, Glorified G, Dissident, WMA, Blood, Rearview Mirror, Rats, Elderly Woman Behind the Counter, in A Small Town, Leash, and Indifference. Those are going to be followed up with the B-sides, The Creedy Stomp from the Deluxe Reissue, Crazy Mary from the Sweet Relief Benefit Compilation for Victoria Williams and also released on the Deluxe Reissue. 
Real Thing from the Judgment Night original soundtrack, and Angel and Ramblings 3 from the 1993 holiday single. All in all, this should take place between July 30th, today, and around the middle of November, probably before Thanksgiving. As you're listening, if there is anything you'd like to contribute, go ahead and send emails to betterbandpod at gmail.com, and I'll read them on the season finale episode. Also, if there's anything you gotta correct me on that I may have gotten wrong, I guess you can do that too. Also, feel free to rate and review this podcast on your podcast purveyors of choice, either Apple Podcasts, Google Play. I don't know where else you can find this. I don't believe that I am on Spotify because I don't like the fact that they play commercials as you're listening to it for free. Sort of like my beef with YouTube as well, which is why you won't find me on there either. I don't have a Patreon, but I do have a Ko-fi that you can follow me on ko-fi.com slash b-r-a-n-d-e-n-p ko-fi.com slash brandon p you can donate to me in increments of three dollars three six nine and on and on and on i'm not looking to get rich off of this thing so it's not necessary or even recommended that you donate but if you think i'm doing a pretty good job Eh, go ahead and throw me three bucks if six people were to all give me three dollars i'll be able to buy a domain specifically for this podcast. So it'll be a little bit easier to direct people to as opposed to saying listenupreno.com. That's about all I have for this little introduction. I will shut up so that you can listen to me again as I talk about the first track of the album, Go. Thanks everybody for listening and take it away, me, with the closing credits. The Better Band Podcast is produced by ListenUpReno.com and Brandon Palomo and published using a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 license. Please visit creativecommons.org or email ListenUpReno at gmail.com for more details. All music played is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. Subscribe to the Better Band Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or from shoutengine.com slash the Better Band Podcast using your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at ListenUpReno. I'm on Twitter at BrandENP. If you would like to be a guest on a future episode, send an email to betterbandpod at gmail.com or send any insights and stories you'd like to share, and I'll read them on the season finale episode. Thank you for listening, and as always, this is Brandon saying... Hello, Jerry. Homer Simpson. Remember last month when I paid back that loan? Well, now I need you to do a favor for me.